For those of you watching, listening online on Facebook and on YouTube, thank you for joining us. Um, we hope that also that you're blessed uh, this morning. Uh, if you're wa- hearing this or watching the recording later on, um, we've been praying for you, and we hope that uh, you are also blessed. Do me a favor, though, if you can, if you're if you're able to, go ahead and uh, like the video and share it. Um, there may be others who want to hear it, who need to hear it. Um, the, the more you do that, the water it goes out, and uh, you know, God can move powerfully through these with these messages, you know, through the, through the internet and all over the world. So. Uh, you can do that. If you have any questions about our church, you can go to our website at fvcelp.org, and there you will find um, all the information you need our, about our church, our mission, our uh, statement of faith, mission and vision statement, um, a little history about myself, the church, a little bit about my family, uh, just some some announcements there, uh, where our church is located. Also, there in the bottom of our homepage is a PayPal link. If the Lord has placed it in your heart to to give a tithe or offering, a gift, uh, you can do it that way uh, through PayPal. It does take a small percentage, but uh, if you're okay with that, you know we're, we're we're fine as well. If you don't feel comfortable doing that, again, you can send us a check at our address or whatnot. Um, there is no obligation. We don't pass around here at church at this church here. We don't pass around a bag. We don't pass around a box. We don't. We have a tithe box in the back, and we want to leave that up to you whether you want to give, and you know what to give, whether it be a penny, whether it be a dollar, or whatnot. It's we want you to give out of the joy of your heart, not reluctantly, not feeling like you're being compelled or or tricked into it. Um, there towards the bottom of our web homepage again we have a prayer request area as well where you can it's kind of like an email it'll you'll fill that out it'll come to me directly to me nobody else and and I should be able to answer your questions or or if you have a prayer request I'll be able to pray with you that way but also you have another option too you can leave us a comment or question or a prayer request through our social media pages, Facebook, you know where that area is at. YouTube, you know where that's area, that area is at. We also have Instagram, Twitter. So several ways you can reach out to us. And we invite you to come to Fresh Vision. If you're in the local, if you're here in the local area, we invite you to come uh, to check us out. Just to sit in one of our services, see if you like, see if the Lord touches your heart, speaks to you. Um, you know, again, we. We want to be able to to minister to you, to share the word with you, to encourage you, to pray with you. So if you'd like any of that, um, come uh, grab one of us after the service today, and we'll be happy to do that. Um, I think that's it for standard announcements. I hope everyone had a great and beautiful and merry Christmas. Um, And if you didn't... um, I'm sorry, I, I don't know what's going on, but you can also just let us know and we, we'll try to minister to you. All right, so uh, this morning, we are going to be having our last Sunday service for 2020. Um, 
and I think many of you would agree. Well, actually, before I get before I actually get started, let me open up in prayer. We're going to do this service just a little bit different. Let's open up in prayer and ask the Lord to to speak to us this morning. Lord Heavenly Father, I thank you for having us here. Thank you for bringing us to the last service of uh, last Sunday service of this year, Lord. Um, it's been quite a ride, quite an adventure. We've been through some ups and downs, and and uh, but you know we know and believe that you've been with us the entire way, Lord. You've stretched us, you've pulled us, you've um, you've been all again throughout that time. You've shown us your grace and your mercy and your beauty and we're so thankful Lord that we're you've brought us here to this point bless those that are watching listening also uh, may they uh, hear from you this morning we pray this in Jesus name amen all right as I said I think many of you would agree that 2020 has been a challenging year and starting with the COVID pandemic, the COVID pandemic, and then to the riots that we saw all over the country, and then everything in between, and then culminating or with the tumultuous presidential election that we had. And even though, even now, many say that it's not over yet, um, that it ain't over until really January 6th or January 21st. So there's still a lot of questions up in the air. Um, we, it's, been a, it's been a challenging year. Again, ups and downs. Um, and a lot of people have been pushed to the precipice, spiritually, emotionally, and physically. Everyone has been affected by these events in one way or another. Things we once thought couldn't possibly happen has actually happened. It's almost as if we're watching a movie that has riled up every single type of emotion imaginable, conceivable. And all we want now is for that movie just to end. If you've lost loved ones this year, if you've lost a job or lost the closeness you once felt or had with friends, if you no longer are able to go to school or you're no longer able to have those interactions you once had with your coworkers, um, and you're a people person, you just like having those those hugs and those handshakes and and now you can't do that you know that it's, it's it's been difficult for you well if all those things if you've experienced all those things i want you I want to tell you that you're not alone again in one way or another many of us have have also experienced losses this past year many of you know that lost my mother in January, last January, you know. Today, a year ago, was the last time I spoke with her on the phone. 
and you know it's again I, I think about those kind of things so yes it's I understand I get it you know and as a church we are called to encourage and support one another to help one another to listen to each other to carry each other's burdens why? Because we're brothers and sisters in Christ. You don't have to feel like you're walking through these things, through these emotions, through these hardships alone. You have people around you that care about you and you just have to reach out. Again, when I'll give you an ex- again, a quick example the day my mother passed away, I had to, I needed prayer. I know that I needed someone to pray with. And it was on a Sunday, and and after I left the hospital, I went over to my hotel, and and in the, one of the lobby or in the conference rooms, they had a whole, they had a church there, a small church like how we started. And, and so I walked into the church, and I asked the, the pastor there if he was, you know, how, I wanted to find out how he was theologically and, and all that. When, when, when I found out he was theologically sound, I was like, hey, bro, I need, I need prayer right now. And I explained to him the situation, and, and uh, he did. We prayed, and it really helped me out. I reached out to a stranger. You know why? Because I knew that he was a brother in Christ. And I hope that... That's my desire for you. If you're feeling alone, if you're feeling like you know, it's just it's, it's been rough. If you're watching, reach out to me. Call me, you know, and we'll talk about it and we'll pray. So, um, I know it's been rough. I know it's been rough for many of you, and uh, so we need to be there to support one another. Furthermore, I mentioned a few days ago in my Christmas Eve message that wherever Jesus Christ is, there is hope and peace, even in the storms of life. So if you find yourself today wondering what in the world is going on and questioning if God is really among us, I want to remind you that he is. He is still in control. And he is still with us. Our Lord and Savior said this in John 14, verses 16 through 17. Now we'll ask the Father and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. He is the spirit of truth. The world is unable to receive him because it doesn't see him or know him. But you do know him because he remains with you and will be in you. If you're here today, you're watching and you're born again and you're a born again Christian, then you can know for sure or you know for sure that the Holy Spirit is in you. And so you must allow, we must allow ourselves to be continually guided 
and led by him. See, the Holy Spirit empowers us to do the impossible, encourages us in times of despair, and strengthens us when we begin to feel weak and unable to go on. However, he not only does he help and comfort us, but he also uses us as his vessels, as his instruments for his glory to the lost and broken around us. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, our Lord Jesus also said, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Ladies and gentlemen, in no way am I saying that all that's going to end on December 31st at 11.59 p.m. And I'm not saying that on January, on midnight January 1st, 2021, that it's going to be a whole lot, a whole lot better. That everything, all the issues, all the world problems, and they're going to go away, and and your problems are going to go away. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that, regardless of what's ahead, you can know for sure that He will be there with you. It says in Second Corinthians chapter three, verse seventeen. The Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Now, as this year draws to end, to an end, I was really, I've been really praying about it the past few weeks, and I wanted, I wanted to end this year, this year's uh, last Sunday service with just a. I wanted to cover a few things that are that were in my heart, and uh, actually there was a lot of things, but I narrowed it down to, to three things that I wanted. To, I'm going to try to cover. I'm going to try to I'm going to try to accomplish this morning, and I am going to keep an eye on the time. And so again, I'm going to try my best to to cover these three things this morning. First of all, I want to give you a brief financial update. You know, I, I totally believe in transparency. I want to, you know, just share with you where we are with that. And um, again, again, I'll be very, not as detailed. If you do want the details, you can always come and see me afterwards and know. And I, I can do that for you. But um, I'll just give you a, a, a general overview of what, where we are, where we want to be, where, what I hope for this upcoming year, what I hope and pray for this upcoming year. Second, I'm going to try to go over once again our church's mission statement, our vision and our mission statement. I think it's important that uh, to remind you all of what the Lord had said upon my heart regarding Fresh Vision Church uh, and what Fresh Vision Church's desires are, uh, what we want to accomplish as a ministry. And third, I'm going to try to just give you a short message on maybe some important New Year resolutions to have for 2021. Resolutions that will benefit you this upcoming year 
but also draw you nearer to God. And four, as you can see, we will end today by partaking in communion together. And so there's no better way than to end the final Sunday of this year than by having communion together as a church. All right, so before I talk about church finances, I want to share a passage with you from the Old Testament book of Malachi. Now you can go there if you'd like. It's one verse. Uh, you could write it down, read it later. Um, if you have a phone and you can get to it quickly, um, uh, I will be reading from Malachi. I'll be in chapter 3. Malachi chapter 3, verse 10. And there it says, Bring the full tenth into the storehouses, into the storehouse, so that there may be food in my house. Test me in this way, says the Lord of armies. See if I will not open the floodgates of heaven and pour out a blessing for you without measure. Now, although God here is is speaking of what he will do for you if you are faithful in your tithes and offerings. He's also speaking of how it will bless your tithes and offerings, blesses the church. Church family, because of your faithfulness and generosity, the Lord has blessed us. He has poured out his uh, poured out a blessing upon this church without measure. Let me explain. This year, the church brought in a total of twenty nine thousand one hundred ninety eight dollars and sixteen cents in tithes and offerings. Um, we pay about two hundred and thirty three dollars a month in bills, and the rent here is is twenty one hundred dollars. A month um, you can do the math and you can see that you know we are just about there we we've been able the Lord's been good you know we we're not we're not talking about thousands of thousands of dollars over um, we've been able to keep the lights on the heater on we've been able to have internet and keep our doors open the rest the rent has been paid every month and so uh as you can, let me just tell you, God has been good. You know, um, even after COVID, too. We've, everyone here has been faithful and been coming and has been giving. And and uh, we are, we've been blessed. So those of you that have done that, um, have given, again, thank you so much. Uh, it's, a, it's a blessing to me and you've been blessed, blessing others, too. Uh, with your uh, tithes and offerings. I just want to share with you what I'll be praying for, what I, what I want us to be able to, to, to do during the upcoming year. Things that are just in my heart. And what I hope to be able to do if we're, if we're able to, if we have the finances to do it. I definitely want to start supporting local and international ministries. There's, I, there is a special place in my heart for 
human trafficking. Uh, there is, you know, maybe locally too, you know, helping out um, maybe families here in the Northeast and need help maybe opening up, you know, some kind of pantry here. Um, but as many of you know, all that, you know, takes, you know, a little bit of money. So um, that's, that's just something I'm praying for, I'm hoping for, we'll be able to do this upcoming year. You know, we want to be able to also do a little bit more here with the church. Also, just outreaches, events. Um, you know, when we were at the hotel, we had a couple of uh, catered meals as a church together. We, we were celebrating certain events. Again, these are just things that I'm praying for to be able to do as a church. But my ultimate goal, ladies and gentlemen, is to one day. That's this is my my prayer since since day one, since the Lord put it in my heart to plant this church, is to have our own building, have our own building in the northeast here, and I believe that God will will do that in, in time, in His timing, in His will. And so. Maybe, you know, one thing I'm going to consider this year is maybe set aside a, maybe a, a, a building fund. I don't know. Just as, see where that leads. And let me reiterate again, God has been so good. We have no complaints about what he's done here in the church. And if you've been here the entire year, you know, people have come, people have gone, have come and gone. And, and yet, you know, he's still been here and done some great things here uh, in Fresh Vision Church. All right, so now I want to get into talking a little, about, about, a little bit about what the Lord put in my heart regarding this church, what it's about, what its mission ought to be, you know, um, what our vision statement, what our vision is for this church. And our vision statement, and you can find this information, it's on our website, it's all there, you can read it for yourself. Um, but our vision statement reads as such, Fresh Vision Church aspires to cultivate a community within this current generation that passionately desires to promote and advance the gospel of Jesus Christ through love and self-sacrificing service. So to put it simply, we want to reach this current generation, we want to preach the gospel, share the gospel, but not just through our words, but through our actions as well. That is our vision here, our vision statement here as the Fresh Vision Church. Now, our mission statement is a four, it's a four-part mission statement. And the first one says to proclaim God's redemptive plan for mankind to the community of Northeast El Paso using the entire, entire inerrant word of God in a clear and expository manner. So again, to put simply, to preach the gospel the entire gospel, the word of God who, you know, who I, that I believe is inerrant. 
no errors in there. Share it in a clear way, and that's again why we use the CSB Bible and in expository manner. And we do that by covering books of the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse. Number two, lovingly engage all people with grace, truth, and mercy as it was exemplified by Jesus Christ. And you can read about that in Matthew chapter 9, Luke chapter 7, and John chapter 4. Number three, equip believers with biblical truths in order for them to grow and mature in their faith. And just again, study the Bible, biblical truths, because that's what the Lord wants for everyone to grow as a believer, for everyone to um, understand him more, to, to fall in love with him more, um, be obedient to him. The more you fall in love with him, the more you'll want to obey him. So growth and maturity in the faith is what our desire here is for everyone. And number four, encourage and assist in the development of potential leaders to go out and multiply using their specific God-given spiritual gifts. Each one of you, as a born-again believer, has been gifted. And whether it's, you know, and it's all to serve the church, to serve the body, just serve one another. But eventually I do. I want to, you know, I'm going to be on the lookout or I have, you know, be on the lookout for leaders out there who, who have that heart to maybe go out and start a ministry of their own. Um, I don't want anyone to be, just be stuck here. You know, I don't want this ministry, this church here just to be a, a bubble. You know, we want to be able to send out people and, and bless them and, you know, encourage them to, to begin ministries of their own, to be missionaries, to be pastors, you know, be traveling evangelists. And so I, uh, this is one of those ones that I think that over time we, I hope to see, and I think we will see. So again, those four, and again, if you want to get more into details about those, I have scripture verses for each one of those, you can go to our website. So that's who we are essentially as a church. And there's also a link to our statement of faith, our statement of faith, and there you can find out what our uh, what we believe doctrinally and theologically as well. Uh, if you want more information, I won't get into details about that. But again, that's our mission. That's our heart here in the church. And again, we're a Calvary Chapel here, and we want to be faithful to that. That's part of our DNA as a church. And and if you're familiar with that, you know that you know you're gonna find some of the same things, but a different taste. Every church has a different taste to it. All right. So again, I'm keeping an eye on the time here. I want to move on to just a short message here. Well, I'm going to try to make it short. Every year around this time, millions of Americans 
will take a hard look at their lives and try to come up with things they'd like to change for the upcoming year. We typically call these ideas New Year's resolutions. Well, this morning, today, I just I'm going to try to share with you seven resolutions you can personally make to help you draw near to God now that 2021 is about to begin. The first New Year's resolution that I want you to consider making this in this new year is to pray regularly, pray constantly. And the passage that I have for that is in First Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. And there that tells us, there Paul tells us, Rejoice always, praise constantly, give thanks in everything, for this is God's will for you in Jesus Christ. As the new year is about to begin, make an intentional effort to pray more than you did this past year. You see, your Father in heaven who desires to hear from you, looks forward, looks forward to those times that you spend with him. Now, if it seemed like you didn't have time this past year, make it a goal of yours to find the time to spend a little more of your day with him. When Paul said that we're to pray constantly, He's not referring to having our heads bowed all the time, our eyes closed all the time, and nonstop talking all day long. But rather an attitude of God consciousness and God surrender that we carry with us all the time. Every waking moment is to be lived in an awareness that God is with us and that he is actively involved and engaged in our thoughts and actions. For Christians, prayer should be like breathing. You don't have to think to breathe because the atmosphere exerts pressure on your lungs and essentially forces you to breathe. That's why it's more difficult to hold your breath than it is to breathe. Similarly, when we're born into the family of God, we enter into a spiritual atmosphere where God's presence and grace exert pressure or influence on our lives. Prayer is a normal response to that pressure. As believers, we've entered the divine atmosphere to breathe the air of prayer. If you're unsure where to start, the Lord gave us a perfect example of how we should pray in Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 13. And I'll be reading that from the New King James Version. And there it says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, or hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. If you haven't memorized this, I suggest you take the time to do so. If Jesus says this is how we ought to pray, this is how we should pray, 
then we should listen and follow. So if you're, again, if you're looking for a New Year's, a good New Year's resolution, I hope that praying constantly will be one of them. By doing so, you, I have no doubt that by this time next year, you'll notice three significant changes. Your walk with the Lord will be stronger. Your communion with Him will be much more fulfilling. And your prayers will be much more deeper than they are now. Okay, the second resolution is to avoid sin triumphantly. In Galatians chapter 5, verse 16, it says, Walk by the Spirit, and you will certainly not carry out the desires of the flesh. And in Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 4, it says, For the Lord is the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you victory. Keep t- these two verses in mind whenever you're faced with trials tempt- and temptations. You see, if you can spot the poisonous fish hook of the devil, you'll be able to avoid being hooked by it. That verse in Galatians chapter 5 tells us the best way to avoid sin is to walk by the Spirit. To walk by the Spirit means that we yield to His control. We follow His lead and we allow Him to exert His influence over us. To walk in the Spirit is the opposite of resisting Him or grieving Him. Our flesh is our fallen nature under the pressure, under the power of sin, and is in direct conflict with the Spirit. When the flesh is in charge, then we're given the results in Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through 21. However, when the Spirit is in control, He produces godly characters, qualities within us. Believers have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires, and now we walk in the Spirit. And keep in mind that if you're a child of God, you have a Father who is with you at all times, fighting for you whenever the enemy tries to come against you. What ought to bring you comfort is the fact that even as he fights for you, you are already victorious because of Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57 says, Thanks be to God who gives us a victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And in Romans chapter 8, going, I'm going to go there. Romans chapter 8. I'll share with you a couple, a couple verses from there. Romans chapter 8, verse 31, says this, What then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He did not even spare his own son, but offered him up for us all. How will he not also with him grant us everything? Who can bring us, who can bring an accusation against God's elect? God is the one who justifies Who is the one who condemns? Jesus Christ is the one who died, but even more has been raised. He also is at the right hand of God and intercedes for us. 
Who can separate us from the love of Christ? Can affliction or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, because of you, we are being put to death all day long. We are counted as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So as this new year begins, make an effort to avoid sin triumphantly. If the thought seems too overwhelming, this is what helped me. Rather than stressing about all the temptations that are about to bring me down, I take each one as they come and simply say, no, I'm not going to disobey my God. And as I walk away, I give God the credit for giving me the strength and courage to resist that temptation. All right, number three, resolution number three. Learn God's word deeply. In the Old Testament book of Proverbs chapter 2, verses 1 through 5, it says, If you accept my words and store up my commands within you, listening closely to wisdom and direction, and directing your heart to understanding. Furthermore, if you call out to insight and lift your voice to understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it like hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to have a more intimate knowledge of God, then this upcoming year, learn God's word deeply. Learn it by reading it. How many of you can actually say that you've read the entire Bible this past year? Now, I'm not asking to make this feel bad or make you feel bad if you haven't. The reason I ask is to let you know that the more you read it, the more you will understand him. God wants to show you or tell you something in each book of the Bible. And the only way to find out what that is, is by reading it. Learn God's word deeply by studying it. Take the time to open a book in the Old Testament and New Testament and do an in-depth study of it. Find a Bible dictionary to dissect every word. Grab a good commentary that will bring extra meaning to the passage. Find other resources that will help you understand what is going on during what was going on during that time when that book was written. All these things will give you insight on the text you're reading and will help you understand things that may be hard for you to understand. And the best way to learn God's word deeply is by applying it. James chapter 1, verses 22 to 25 says, Be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves, because if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like someone looking at his face in the mirror. For he looks at himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of person he was. 
but the one who looks intently into the perfect law of freedom and preserve and perseveres in it and isn't forgetful isn't a forgetful here but a isn't a forgetful here but a doer of works this person will be blessed in what he does read it study it apply it all right new year's resolution number 4 focus on god consistently Proverbs chapter 4 verse 25 says let your eyes look forward fix your gaze straight ahead and in Colossians chapter 3 verses 1 through 3 there it says if you have been raised with Christ seek the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God set your minds on things above not on earthly things Let 2021 be the year that you won't let anything or anyone distract you from staying focused on God. To focus is to direct one's attention or concentrate on on something. If you're focused on Christ, then he has your attention. You're concentrating on him. And his word. He occupies the forefront of your mind. Okay, so so far I've shared. Pray constantly, avoid sin triumphantly. Learn God's word deeply and focus on God consistently. Here's a fifth resolution. Worship God faithfully. This was exemplified for us in Matthew chapter eight, Matthew chapter four, verses eight through ten, and there it says, "The devil took him, Jesus, that is, to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor, and he said to him, I will give you all these things if you fall, if you will fall down and worship him, worship me.' Then Jesus told him, "Go away, Satan." For it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Start the new year off right by worshiping God faithfully. The devil will do anything he possibly can to distract you from worshiping God. But you mustn't let him. Worship God in all times and in all circumstances. You don't have to wait until Sunday to Sunday morning to worship God. You can worship Him anytime, anywhere, any place. You can worship Him when you're in the mountain peaks of your life and when you're in the dry desert of life. There's nowhere you can be that will keep you from worshiping God. Isaiah chapter 12, verse 5 tells us, Sing to the Lord, for he has done glorious things. Let this be known throughout the earth. Worship God by giving him the glory he deserves. Think of all the ways the Lord has blessed you this past year. If he doesn't bring, if it doesn't bring you to your knees, I don't know what will. Psalm 29, 2 says, Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Worship God as you would in heaven. This is what helped me whenever life's issues or problems are attempting to distract me from worshiping God. I imagine myself worshiping God in his throne room, 
Resolution number six. Love God wholeheartedly. Deuteronomy chapter six, verse five says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And in John chapter 14, verse 23, Jesus said, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. My father will love him and he will come to him and make our and make our home with him. And we will come and make our home with him. I absolutely believe that in 2021, you can love God more than you did in 2020. But it's going to take effort on your part. It's going to mean surrendering more of yourself to him. This year, love the Lord. This upcoming year, love the Lord your God with all your heart. Love the Lord your God with all your soul. Love the Lord your God with all your strength. Let me now share with you one final resolution you can and should make for this upcoming year. Trust God immediately. In the ESV, in the ESV Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 7 through 8, reads like this. Blessed, blessed is a man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out his roots by the streams and does not fear when heat comes, for its leaves remain green and is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. There's no better way than to start this year than by placing your faith and trust in Jesus Christ if you haven't done so already. For those of you who have, that's great. You know, you're off at a right, right place. And maybe there are many of you out there who, who haven't. It's been a rough year and you've struggled personally and emotionally, maybe financially, physically. You're at a loss. You found yourself bankrupt, empty, broken. Well, I want to invite you to the cross to come and give your life, give you an opportunity to surrender your life to him. Before I do, let me just say that don't wait another year because you may not have one. The Lord is standing at the door to your heart. Will you let him in? Again, these, let me repeat these seven resolutions to have. Pray constantly. Avoid sin triumphantly. Learn God's word deeply. Focus on God constantly. Worship God faithfully. Love God wholeheartedly. And trust God immediately. If you're watching, listening, and you've never surrendered your life to him, you spent this whole year again in, in, in turmoil and heartache. Allow Jesus Christ to come into your heart to heal you. Allow him to give you new life. We want you to be born again. And when you do that, the Spirit, His Spirit, God's Spirit will come and make His home in you and will change your life radically. So if that's what you'd like to do, wherever you're at, I want you to close your eyes and bow your head. 
and with all your heart, with all sincerity, I want you to pray this. Lord God, forgive me for my sins. I admit that I'm a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins and three days later you rose from the grave. And now I trust you as my personal Lord and Savior. I surrender myself to you. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for the new life you've given me. And now ask you to fill me with your spirit so that he may help guide me. My new born again life. In your name, I pray. Amen. If you prayed that, Welcome to the family of God. I want to hear about it. We want you to reach out to us. I'm not going to ask you for money. I'm not going to ask you. I'm not going to sell anything to you. I just want to pray with you. I just want to encourage you, maybe help you find a church, um, maybe send you a Bible if you need one. Um, but if you did pray that again, you're starting the year off right. And so I... Uh, we want to encourage you to reach out to us. If you're here locally, we want to invite you to come and uh, check us out here at Fresh Vision Church in the corner of Hondo Pass and Gateway South. I'm going to be stopping this in, in just a second, but I wanted again to, to remind you and tell you that you are loved, you are cared for. Start the year off right. Don't, uh, it's time to let go and let God change you. Hope you have a blessed and great new year. Be safe and uh, have a blessed time. Goodbye and farewell.